Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of the announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It's the week of August 29th, 2021. Hope everyone's having a great week, though, so far. I want to start off with uh, the trivia question who won last week? Of course, the, the question was. Please uh, let us know what the acronym for CHANGE was. And we had several people, about 18 people it looks like, gave me the correct answer for that one. So thank you for all the participated. And the winner by random draw this time is Philante Gunn. So Philante, congratulations. You're the winner of a gift card from Amazon. I'll be sending that to your email here today. Today's recording day is Tuesday. So I'll have that going to your work email address later today. We will be having a trivia question again coming up later, so please stay tuned. We'll get to that at some point during the announcements. First announcement for today, we got some change to paperwork submissions. We continue to encourage the use of electronic intake document submissions. However, if you are needing to complete intake documents via the paper format, You'll no longer send these to Vicki Moody, which is vmoody at ihbs.us. Ongoing, please submit these intake documents to Jennifer Wells, and her email address is jenniferw at ihbs.us. If you have any questions about missing documents for your cases, please reach out to Jennifer. As a reminder, any case that is assigned to you becomes your responsibility to collect regardless of how long the case has been open and if someone else do uh, documented the opening session. So again, for the future, all new case uh, packet documents need to be sent to Jennifer Wells, which is Jennifer W at IHBS.us. Some monthly report announcements. In order to ensure quality and accuracy of our monthly reports, please make sure if you add anything to your monthly after you've submitted it for review, you also need to let your team leader know that you have done so. Doing so ensures we have the accurate monthly report uploaded and submitted into DCS's documentation portal for their review. So you've submitted your monthly for review and you for some reason remembered that you need to add something else, a consult, attempt to locate, anything at all that could potentially change that monthly report. If you do so, you have to let your team leader know so they can go and review that document so we can ensure that the Department of Child Services has the correct monthly report in their portal. Home-based casework. When you receive a new home-based casework referral and are reviewing the information, please note that home-based casework services should focus on psychoeducational topics and should not include mentoring services. If you see the word mentoring on the referral, please consult with your supervisor and ensure that all documentation is goal-oriented and reflects back to the treatment plan goals. Many of our team members facilitate tutoring services when we schedule time with children and youth, we need to be mindful of what is developmentally appropriate around how long that client can engage uh, effectively. Please be mindful that the following caps are in place for the tutoring service standard. Youth grades 7 through 12 is 2 hours per day. Children grades 2nd through 6th is 1 hour per day. And any youth younger than that, it's 30 minutes per day. If you've been given direct um, consultation from the case manager that goes outside of those, make sure your team leader 
has that email, we'll have to have proof of that. But if not, that is going to be the limits on two drink services. Time caps do not include time spent transporting the child and youth and is specific to time spent tutoring. Additionally, please note this service also requires a RAT, which is W-R-A-T, Wide Range Achievement Test, assessment for the intake and closure of services. If you have any questions, please consult your team leader and or regional director. So again, tutoring services do limit the amount of time we can spend with kids. Make sure that you are documenting. If you do transport kids from, say, school to a library, in your note, you do indicate how long it took you to do that transport and how long it actually provided the tutoring since there are limitations on that. And again, if you're doing home-based casework or you've been given a referral from, uh, the say, probation departments, um, you know, it can't be done doing what, what they would be deemed mentoring services. They need to be psychoeducational things, which could be things like anger control, conflict resolution, um, educational types of activities, appropriate communications, uh, things like that. So make sure you're documenting very clearly what you're accomplishing with these kids so that it's not that we are just there to, you know, provide a positive um, influence on the kid and that we're not just spending just spending time with them doing um, just activities. There has to be goal behind everything that we do. So please make sure you're doing that as well. Reminder that effective August 23rd, the Food and Drug Administration fully approved the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for individuals 16 and above. We know that some of you were hesitant to get the vaccine prior to that uh, because it hadn't been yet uh, fully FDA approved and it had only been approved for emergency use. So the Pfizer vaccine is now um, fully approved for those 16 and above. Vaccines continue uh, emergency use authorization for the Pfizer vaccine for those under that age. And then also Johnson & Johnson and Moderna also continue to be approved for emergency use. So Pfizer's actually good for ages 12 and above. It's been fully authorized for those 16 and above. And then the Johnson & Johnson Moderna are approved for emergency use, as is the Pfizer for those 12 to 15. We continue to monitor um, infection rates in our counties. All of our counties continue to be in a high or um, substantial risk of infection. We continue to see statistics from local hospitals in our areas that show a large, large percentage of those hospitalized in intensive care units or those that are on ventilators continue to be those that are unvaccinated. Um, so we continue to encourage everyone to get the vaccine. They're readily available in many locations. You can do a simple search for Indiana vaccine and you'll be given a slew of places you can get your vaccine. Um, you got to make sure if you want the one that is fully authorized, because some places don't offer all three. Some places only offer one. So make sure that if you're looking into that and you want the Pfizer vaccine, that you do ensure the place that you've chosen does have the Pfizer vaccine. That information will be usually provided on the websites before you would even register to get one scheduled. We have continued to provide a two-hour bonus, incentive bonus, for those that have uh, received full vaccination. If you have chosen in the past to get vaccinated but not let HR know, please let us know so we can update our records. We also want to make sure we can provide you with that two-hour incentive bonus. You have to just email um, a, just a picture of your vaccination record card to Gary Emmons, Elizabeth Atterbury, or just hr at ihbs.us. You can also text it to us by taking a picture of it if you want. 
You can also forward the email that you would receive from the Indiana Department of Health that indicates that you're fully vaccinated. You can also send that to us as well. We continue to ask that masks be worn at times when you're entering IHBS offices and when you're in motion throughout these offices and in all situations where you cannot social distance of at least six feet. Of course, this we've learned this virus spreads from close contact and air droplets in the air coming from your nose or your mouth. So social distancing continues to be very important and wearing masks is also very important when you cannot social distance. This includes thing times in your car, um, when you're in transport, continue to encourage clients to wear these masks, especially in times when you cannot social distance and we want you to wear them in those situations as well. Um, continue to see high levels of quarantines, um, high levels of those testing positive, whether that's our clients or our workers. And workers. So we want everyone to take care of themselves. We still have a really important job of taking care of clients and making sure children are safe. Um, we need everyone taking these safety precautions to ensure that you continue to work face-to-face uh, -face with clients. Continue to use good hand hygiene, very important. Continue to clean frequently. Touch surfaces is important. Um, just be very aware of your surroundings and social distancing. It's also obviously very, very important also wearing, wearing those masks. Make sure you continue to reach out to human resources. If you are under a quarantine or if you're symptomatic, we don't want you coming to work, but please reach out to human resources for guidance. We continue to monitor CDC websites daily to see if guidance has changed. So make sure you're reaching out to us if you feel like that you do need to quarantine. You've been notified that you've been close contacted to somebody. You're having symptoms yourself. Reach out to HR and we will talk you through these. Remembering if you are fully vaccinated and you are deemed a close contact to someone who's tested positive, you do not need to quarantine. Again, that's if only you are fully vaccinated and you are asymptomatic. So as long as you're not providing symptoms, um, and you've been in close contact, you do, need, do not need to quarantine. Of course, as we said before, you have to wear a mask and being very conscious of social distancing. CDC recommends you do get tested three to five days after your last contact with the COVID-19 infected person. Those who are not fully vaccinated continue to follow CDC guidelines for quarantine as we have been for the last uh, year and a half at this point. This is the week prior to the Labor Day holiday. So every single person has to have do a documentation turned in this Sunday at 8 a.m. local time. Our billing department will be working this Sunday. Um, so it's very important that you cooperate with this uh, due date and deadline. So everyone's documentation for this current work week is due Sunday morning at 8 a.m. local time. Reminder that uh, it is a, a pay week next week, so that's why we have this these uh, this due dates been moved up. So it's very important that you follow this and cooperate. Our billing department will be working Sunday, so make sure you get this turned in. If your schedule is typically Monday through Friday or you're on a flex schedule, your holiday will be identified on Monday, September 6th. If you're a Tuesday through Saturday worker, you'll be off your normal days on Tuesday, September 7th. Your normal workdays are Sunday through Thursday. Your holiday will be Monday, September 6th. You are required to work Sunday the 5th. So everybody needs to also make sure they include their holiday in their CTT, whatever day is your holiday, make sure you're including that. 
We do want everyone celebrating the holiday safely, so please make sure you're doing so. Make sure you put it on your uh, CTT. And then if we do, uh, we're asking for volunteers. So if you do volunteer to work on your holiday and DCS or probation has asked us to do something very specific and we do that, um, we may be looking for people to provide services to clients. But if not requested, we do want everyone enjoying their holiday. So please be safe out there. Weather's cooling off a little bit. We should have really good weather this weekend. Um, so be safe out there while you're celebrating. Supervised visits. Again, we want to remind you that um, supervised visit rooms in our offices, um, those should be um, returned to the condition that you found them. If not better, we want to be setting a good precedent for clients and good coaching and modeling that rooms should be returned and cleaned, trash taken out to the dumpsters after these visits have been completed. We don't want you moving the furniture around and that could risk someone uh, of an injury, moving heavy furniture. So please take care of the rooms. Please make sure you're signing out rooms as well. Um, nothing more frustrating than when you've signed out a room and you come and find that someone's taken it. That's uh, um, you know, not good teamwork at all, so please make sure you're signing those out. Um, but please make the parents and the children um, part of their visit routine is to spend the last few minutes cleaning the room, getting it back in order, um, taking the trash out. Those things are very, very important. Also making sure that any client that um, needs to leave the room, the rule goes, if one goes, we all go. We can't have any client of any age uh, roaming around our rooms and our, and our uh, visit offices. We want to make sure that we can see where they go um, so they are not left alone. Of course, they can go to the restrooms alone, especially children of certain age, but we have to make sure we can see them go in and out of the bathroom and they're not roaming around our offices. Very, very important. Another reminder of Regions 8 and 9 TB testing. It's your time to get... Uh, to get that done, Elizabeth Atterbury emailed you an authorization form to get that completed. If you haven't had one in the past six months, it's your turn to do so. We want those done by uh, next week, September 3rd. If you have any questions about whether or not you need to get a TB test, please call Elizabeth Atterbury. We also, Region 10, there's still a, a few of you that haven't completed your TB test. So if, again, if you're, if you're unsure, Elizabeth Atterbury, please reach out to her and she'll let you know. see here let's move it on we got some new parent cafes to talk about parent cafe first uh, for September title this time is raising an advocate parent cafes are continued to be completed on zoom the times below for raising an advocate are all in central time zone Tuesday September 7th from 11 to 1230 Thursday September 9th from 1 to 230 Tuesday September 14th from 530 to 7 and Thursday, September 16th from 5.30 to 7. Again, the title is Raising an Advocate. If you have any questions, please reach out to Deb Cooper at 812-483-8369 or you can contact Deb by email at dcooper at ihbs.us. Again, we encourage everyone to follow the Parent Cafe on Facebook. You can just do a search by going to at IHBS Parent Cafe to keep up to date with all the future Parent Cafes. Let's go and do the trivia question at this point. Again, all the people that provide a correct answer will be put into a random draw for a gift card from Amazon. I need you to either email or text Gary Emmons with your correct answers, or I guess any answer. I'll make the determination if it's correct, I suppose. 
Most of these answers can be found in either employee handbook or the team leader practice guide, and you can, I'm sorry, the field staff practice guide, and you can find both of those on Casewind, and uh, down the left-hand side or in the menu, resources, and then there's an online document section. There's one listed for the employee handbook or team member handbook, and there's also one listed for the field staff practice guide. Question for this time, it's two-part. Treatment plans, we know how important treatment plans are for clients and their success here. Got to have a plan if you're going to help people succeed. So when you initially get a case, what is the initial due date for the first treatment plan for that client? So when is the initial treatment plan due? And then at a minimum, when does that treatment plan need to be revised? Of course, they can be revised all the time, but we need to make sure they are due initially at what period of time, and then when are they required to be revised? Two answers there. So I need both correct answers to be entered in the drawing. When are they initially due, and when are they required to be revised at a minimum? Please text or email your answers to Gary Emmons. Text 812-598-7448. Be fantastic, guys. Still have one more offering, which is today, uh, the date of the recording of our announcements. Last Parent Cafe for Back to School is today, August 31st, from 12 to 1.30 Eastern Time. You can reach out to Ashley Beeler about this one. Ashley's phone number is 812-929-0549 or abeeler at ihbs.us. Again, follow up with our parent cafes. These are great educational pieces that can be done virtually on Zoom. Follow them at IHBS Parent Cafe on Facebook. That's going to do it, guys. Again, paperwork's due this Sunday at a.m. It's very important to get that time documentation in early this week because of the holiday coming up, this the Labor Day holiday this weekend, guys. So have a great week. Enjoy this cooler weather. Keep on keeping on, keeping kids safe. Keep working with those parents. We appreciate all you do, everybody. Take care.